Hi everyone, Laura Kate Dale here, otherwise known as Laura K Buzz, and I'm here today because I'm deep in the autism info dump rabbit hole, and I need to just say facts I know at people, and apparently there are people who like to hear people excitedly autism info dump. I'm seeing My Comical Romance play next week. I'm seeing them play four shows over the space of a week. Uh, one show in Cornwall and then three shows in Milton Keynes in the UK. And I have completely and utterly reverted to being an excitable 15-year-old that, like, that. My Comical Romance were my main, like, autism special interest in my teens. And, you know, that band breaking up and going away for a decade and then suddenly announcing they were coming back, uh, really completely reignited my, oh my god, yes, I love this band, which was only exacerbated by two additional years of having to wait for these shows, because these reunion shows were meant to happen uh, two years ago, and then a certain worldwide event meant that meeting people in person and travelling internationally for concerts uh, wasn't really an option. Um, but yeah... I'm going to go see my favourite band of all time play four shows after they broke up and I haven't had a chance to see them play live for a decade and thought I never would get a chance to again. So I have been well and truly in the deep, dark obsession rabbit hole of like just listening to their music on loop and theory crafting about like things that could happen, connecting red string between data points and looking at obscure facts about the band. And I'm just going to excitedly say some facts at you. Um, first of all, somehow I never knew this before this week. Um, I'd completely missed that there are just like the lyrics floating around to a My Chemical Romance song that never got recorded. And there are no recordings of it anywhere in the world. But it exists as lyrics. And like it's a legitimate thing. It got played a couple of times live at a couple of their very earliest shows. The song is called Nine Volt Heart. Um, you can find the lyrics online. There are just like accurate sheets of lyrics for a song that like has just maybe only been heard two or three times live and has never been played again. Um, it's very much a I Gave You My Bullets era My Chemical Romance song in that it's like very angry and chaotic, but it's also, um, you know... It's got themes of electricity going on. Um, it it seems like you can go look up the lyrics. Um, lots and lots of the screaming pain of death rings louder. The tragedies are residing in you. Stabbing through your nine volt heart may end this soon. Like it's it is it is a is a heavy little bit 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 of track. I'd be curious to hear how it sounds, but I'll never hear that because it's lost to the ages. Um, like certain bits of. MCR music and certain bits of music from any band tend to be. Um, but yeah. Oh, all other fun fact I learned before I get into conspiracy theory hole. Um, so <sighs> there's a thing and I can't unknow it and I hate to infect you with this, but I'm going to and I'm going to play them side by side so you will also understand the pain I now live with. Um, there is a guitar riff in the song Dead by My Chemical Romance that if you play it side by side with Woody Woodpecker, the cartoon Woodpecker laughing, doing the <laughs> you put them side by side, they sound fucking identical and I now can't listen to that guitar riff without going, ah, it's the Woody Woodpecker riff that you do on the guitar there. 
So yeah, let me tell you the thing I'm like super, super, super like obsession rabbit hole on. I have no idea if this is if if I am correct about this, but I've been theory crafting and uh I will be totally happy if this is not the case. This is purely for fun speculation and uh, you know, I will not be disappointed if this isn't the case, but also I need something to fill the time until these shows happen. I'm quietly convinced that on Thursday's My Chemical Romance show in Milton Keynes, which is not their first reunion show, but it is their first reunion show that's like them as a headliner, not part of some other event, their first like dedicated show, and it is the one that was meant to be their first UK show back. Uh, I am quietly kind of convinced that they're going to play some new music. Now, I don't know whether that means entirely new album is coming, whether they've just recorded a few new songs and, you know, they'll have like a little EP or something, but I'm quietly convinced that there is going to be new music, and also I kind of think it's going to be maybe tracks that are reworked from, not the actual original tracks, but sort of a second attempt at doing an old MCR album that got scrapped called The Paper Kingdom. Um... So the deal with The Paper Kingdom is it was going to be the follow-up album to uh, Welcome to the Black Parade. Now, it never happened because after The Black Parade was a huge success and was quite a dark, anthemic, heavy album, the band felt pressured to one-up themselves in that regard, to make an even darker, heavier more leaning into that direction album and uh it never worked out because it got too dark and too depressing and it felt too forced and the band felt like every day they were in the studio they were just there for business um but we know a little bit about this album and uh like that we even have heard one song from it and i'll get to that in a second so um the paper kingdom was going to be an album about a support group of parents whose children had died tragically um and part of the theming of the album was going to be around, like, them, these parents pretending, like, telling a story, pretending their kids had gone off into the woods to go fight a witch. And while the album, I don't think the album as it originally existed will ever resurface, um, I think that there is a lot of reason to believe that they've maybe shaved some of the darker edges off of that album and they're trying to revisit the theme of kids fighting a witch in the woods or some kind of magic magic battle in the woods theming for some kind of musical project and maybe they still call it the paper kingdom who knows um so why do i think that might be what's happening um well there's a few reasons um there's been a bunch of stuff that has pointed to uh my chemical romance having uh, revisiting the idea of magic and uh the occult and witchcraft in various forms uh, particularly leading up to this particular Thursday, Milton Keynes' uh, reunion show. Um, so the band's website uh, source code, when they announced like they were doing a reunion tour, had a bunch of references that have since been removed to something called Merlin. And the theory goes that Merlin is the name of some project they are working on that goes with the sort of uh, British magic theming. Um, Gerard Way very publicly was asking for experts in sort of, um, magical symbology, Wicca symbology, uh, pagan symbology, like, was clearly talking to researchers about a year before the reunion tour was announced, um, and specifically the reason why I think this Thursday, 
uh, show in Milton Keynes is significant is initially when it was announced that it was happening, uh, the date it was going to be happening was June 20th of 2020, which was going to be the day of the summer solstice, the longest day of the year, but also a day of magical significance in certain practices. Um, the That one show got a two and a half minute long trailer that seemed like a music video that had a piece of music that seems to be an original new piece of My Chemical Romance music with Gerard Way chanting in it, that had an elaborate video involving what seemed to be the band making a sacrifice around a pentagram or a pentacle, um, a five-pointed star, um, making a sacrifice that uh, maybe was hopping to a different reality. Um, all of the people in this are wearing like dark cloaks with logos on the back, but once they stab this knife into this uh, sacrificial circle, the logos disappear off all the cloaks, and part of the thinking is maybe this is they've hopped over to another reality where MCR still exists and is making music. Um, but, like, five-pointed star. Um, also, they replaced the V in June in that uh, advert for that one show with... Uh, they replaced the U in June with a V. V is five. Uh, a lot of the symbols, like, surrounding this tour involve the number five in a bunch of ways. This would be My Comical Romance's fifth album. Um, that feels significant. Um... My Chemical Romance has just a history of uh, announcing new albums and playing new music completely unwarned at UK shows. Like, for anyone who doesn't know, um, Welcome to the Black Parade, first, like, the first anyone knew that that album existed, is MCR were like, ah, oh, we're going to go do a world tour, we're just going to, you know, play our existing music. And at their first show in London, I think it was the Hammersmith uh, Palais, um... They were meant to come on stage, and just before they came on stage, an announcement went over the tannoys, and it was like, hey, we're very sorry to tell you this, but My Chemical Romance will be unable to uh, perform as tonight's headliner, but they've asked their friends uh, the Black Parade to play in their place. And there is confusion, and everyone's going, what the fuck, this can't be real. And then MCR come on stage and play, like, the first three songs in a row from the start of the Black Parade album, with no warning and no explanation. Um, and then play another four songs off that album as the night goes on, and just, that's like seven tracks off of their new album the same moment it was announced. Um, back when Danger Days was happening, they played a random show in Hammersmith where they debuted like four of the songs off Danger Days for the first time. There is precedent for MCR just starting their world tours in the UK and just playing music that no one's ever fucking heard before. Um... On that note, again, part of why I think, like, maybe, um, maybe the Paper Kingdoms is a thing. Um, the one song of the Paper Kingdoms we did ever hear is a song that was released on their 10th anniversary re-release, um, album a while back called Fake Your Death. Um, Fake Your Death sure seems like it would be, um, a significant track to this band coming back and making new music. Um, there's also stuff like Gerard Way is, like, openly mentioned, I think it was in um, 2018, he said he'd written a song called I Am The Hag, as in, you know, a hag like a witch, magical symbolism stuff, um, and was like, maybe you'll get to hear it in 2019. 2019 is when they announced the reunion tour. Um, maybe, you know, that feels like it's 
it's getting at stuff. Um, there's also the fact that, like, the first we knew that this reunion um, tour was happening was that Joe Jonas of the Jonas Brothers just let slip in an interview. He was like, oh yeah, I was just, like, recording in the studio recently, and My Chemical Romance were, like, just rehearsing in the studio next to me. So, like, that's a thing. Um, and maybe they were just rehearsing their old songs to get ready for their re reunion tour, but also maybe while they were there recording things, who knows? Question mark? Um... Again, this is all, like, purely conjecture, but also, you know, I'm excited about the possibility. Like, I I don't know if I would expect a full album or, like, the Paper Kingdom as it originally was to ever be a thing, but, like, if they were to go, hey, we took another stab at some of the tracks off that album that we thought actually were worth saving... You know, that sort of thing. Or we recorded a few new tracks we like and we're not doing a full album, but we made some new music and here it is. I wouldn't be surprised. And this one, like, it's... Look, if I'm going really pushing pushing things out on a limb, um, the, MCR made two trailers for things to do with this, this MCR tour. Um, one was this one random show on Thursday in Milton Keynes in the UK, which is... I'm like, if there's a new album, let's say hypothetically, we hear. I I would reckon we hear some music from it there, and then they made another trailer for them starting a US leg of their tour in September, and I'm like, that 15 minute long weird fan film you made sure feels like it could be pointing to like a September album release date. Um, and again, I don't know if full album or it'd be EP or something, and maybe there'll be nothing. And you know what? If there's nothing new, and I just get to see my favorite band of all time replay like, their greatest hits four times in a week, I will be very happy. I will be in no way disappointed. But also, it's fun to sit there and go, yeah, but what if what if it means something? And, like, I don't know. Having, having, having a show on the day of the summer solstice, or originally planned for the day of the summer solstice, when you do, like, a, a weird ritual and, like, a two-and-a-half-minute trailer with new music just for one random show in the UK... Mm. I don't buy it. It feels it feels like the kind of pageantry and uh, theatrics that MCR loves to do around like new album stuff. It feels like when they were building up for the Danger Days aesthetic or um, like being in character as the Black Parade during like the early promotion of that album. It feels like they are building up to a thing, like. Yeah, you're not you're not just doing like uh you're not just leaning on the branding that you used for all your previous stuff. Oh no, you've 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 come back and you're leaning into very specific symbology and new art assets and I feel like I feel like they're teasing something. Like I've followed this band for long enough that sometimes you just get a feeling that they're up to their shenanigans and I feel like that's where they're at. Um but yeah, I'm seeing that band like four times next week. I'm I'm doing like a day trip to Cornwall. I'm doing like a seven hour train to Cornwall, seeing the band, camping overnight, seven hours home, a couple of days of work engagements, going and seeing them Thursday, coming back Friday to try and get as much sleep as I can and recover, seeing them Saturday, seeing them Sunday. Oh, I am so excited. Um... I've been listening to their whole discography being like, oh, what do I, what do, what do I want to hear them play live? And I've I've got some, like, long-shot, they'll-never-do-it suggestions that I'm like, yeah, but what if they what if they did, though? What if they did? Um, some tracks that, like, 
I've never seen them play live because they've either never never played them live or they very rarely, maybe once have ever played them live or just don't do it. Um, Someone Out There Loves You, which uh, for a long time was called Untitled or Stay until the title got confirmed, which only exists in one live recording from the DVD Life on the Murder Scene. It got played at one show, I think it was a... Um, a reunion show they did back in um, Hoboken, like back in in New Jersey, like back where they. Di- I think it was a show they did back in the venue where their very first show was played, and they played the song once, and it's my favorite My Chemical Romance song in the world, and it's never been officially recorded, and it's only been played live once, and I would fucking kill to see it played live. Um, some of the the Black Parade uh, B sides, like I was listening through through their discography today. Heaven help us. I'd fucking kill to hear Heaven Help Us played live. That'd be great. Um, I know that it's not got the right tempo, but like thematically, I would love to go and see those shows next week and they open with Fake Your Death because Fake Your Death as an opening to a reunion show feels like such a solid choice. Um, but like... Uh, I think I think those those are like the, the top picks. A lot of the stuff off conventional weapons they don't play very often would be great. Like... Um, Surrender the Night uh, would be fantastic. Light Behind Your Eyes. I want to hear some of the obscure stuff. And I know that they're not opposed to doing that, because when they did the one reunion show at the Shrine in LA before COVID hit, uh, they played Make Room off of Conventional Weapons, which is like, that's a deep cut I wouldn't have expected. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, like, hoping for something like Surrender the Night wouldn't be ridiculous. Um... The other one that, like, I hope they play, because it's one of my favourites off um, I Gave You My Bullets, and they never play it. I've seen them play it once, and f- my understanding is they they very rarely play it, and they only play it in the UK. They don't play it in the US anymore. Uh, I can't remember what the reason for that is, but um, is uh, Vampires Will Never Hurt You? Um, I saw them play it once at uh, the O2 in London, like the, uh, the, 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 the Wembley O2, I think, and... They never play it. It's one of those, like, they'll occasionally play it in the UK and I'll be here for that. Random side note, I went to see, um, oh god, what's the artist's name? Uh, years ago I went with someone to see um, an artist called Andrew McMahon, um, and he's got a song called Constantine that, like, is a similar thing. This is a complete side note. Um, he never plays that song because in America, audience like it's his big song that everyone's desperate for him to play. And like apparently, audiences in America are just fucking rude and like will be like playing Constantine constantly throughout his shows. And he's just like, no, fuck you, I'm never playing it now. But I saw him play in this like tiny little church venue in London, and he was like. Yeah, London, you've never, like, UK audiences, you've never once, like, angrily shouted at me to play it, so fuck it, I'll play it. And it was fucking beautiful, and it just goes to show, be nice to artists, and they'll play their weird, obscure hits that everyone wants and no one hears. Um, but, like, yeah, I am deep on the theory crafting hole that maybe New Music Thursday, but also, if not, eh, who cares? I fucking love this band. They're great, and I am very excited to to see them four times in a week. Anyway, that's like nearly twenty minutes of me just info dumping about being excited about my comical romance. Um, I, I 
The other thing I might do, if you've listened this long and you're not particularly a My Chemical Romance listener, but you're like, hey, I just wanted to hear some excited info dumping and listen to someone be excited, and you're now like, uh, maybe, maybe, I, maybe I should give MCR a chance. Um, my recommendations, if you want to try getting into this band, I would suggest there are two albums that are good entry points for this band for very different reasons, and both of them are best listened to as a as a full album rather than individual tracks. I think that it's important to know that My Chemical Romance, like, that I would argue their two best entry points are concept albums that are designed to be a full story told start to finish in order. Um, the, 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 obviously, Welcome to the Black Parade, um, it is a, a, a sort of gothic rock opera um, very anthemic about a man who's dying of cancer and is basically trying to come to the sort of self-realization of I'm not gonna let this win, I'm not gonna give in and just accept death. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on living. I'm gonna enjoy life and squeeze every bit of joy I can out of it and not let how depressing a cancer diagnosis can be defeat me and stop me living my life. Uh, it is a fantastic album of some incredibly well-crafted uh, songs. It is, like, from a musical uh, showcase perspective, it is some of the most intricately crafted, like, spectacle anthemic um, stadium rock possible. It is beautiful. Uh, completely the other side... Um, Danger Days, The True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys, is a concept album set in the distant future year of 2019 about a bunch of neon rebels fighting a gentrified uh, corporation that is trying to erase everything novel and interesting in the world and this band of uh, self-styled um, neon rebels with with laser guns that are NES zappers painted over. Um trying to say fuck you to the establishment and uh, keep some joy and energy and creativity in the world. It is much less of a traditional rock album. It plays a lot more with like mixing in other genres with rock. It's very experimental. It has a lot of like very upbeat, bouncy, fuck yeah, I want to sing along, like really f energetic tracks. It is not what people think of when they hear My Chemical Romance mentioned, but it is a superb album. Uh, those would be my entry point suggestions. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop waffling now, but that's twenty-ish minutes of me telling you about my couple of romance. So I hope you enjoyed. <laughs>